Hi, welcome to another episode of the Human Blueprint. And Herman's going to be discussing something I have no clue about. Yeah. Do you have any it's clue? It's a surprise. No. No clue? No. no clue. Okay. So, how long have you been married? 15, uh, no. no, five. Umpteen. Five. <laughs> Four or five years? Four or five years? Five years. Five years? Five years? And, but we've been together for 15 years. Okay. Yeah. So, what makes it work? For you and your words i think a lot of listening okay and yeah. understanding. i would say um for the most part like we put each other first okay yeah mm-hmm. you agree with that i agree with that okay and what happens when you don't that's when we have conflict mm-hmm. <laughs> how, fa- how fast does that conflict escalate uh i would say pretty fast mm-hmm. like because normally we get along really well mm-hmm. um we would you know normally we would like what we fight about is like no you have the last bite no mm-hmm. you have this you mm-hmm. know or let's do this because you want to do that so okay. that's what we would have our little so being nice yeah <laughs> um but when there's true conflict it escalates pretty quickly okay. because there's uh you feel it like i would feel it yeah even though i'm saying the right words she could feel that it's not the right thing. Yeah. So she can call you out? Oh, she calls me out all the time. Okay. And so for me, I had to learn to not allow myself get so worked up. Let's just, again, when you're getting called out, it doesn't feel good. So I just learned to just digest everything and relax a bit. Okay. So for all the people watching this and say they're in a relationship, say they're a young couple, say they're in a marriage... What is something from your experience that you think that they can take away from what you do so well now after we talk? Definitely listening more and understanding how what I mean may not be what she's interpreting. Ah. Mm -hmm. And you? I would say to speak up more Mm -hmm. and... And I think being aware of the habits that I pick up from my parents, like watching my parents um, as a child growing up and not to emulate what I don't like about their relationship or what I feel that they can improve on. So today I really want us to really address more of why relationships don't work. Okay. Sure. So... You know a lot of people that are in relationships. Mm-hmm. You've seen a lot of them crash and burn, yes. so to speak. Yeah. What would you say is the one common thing as to why they crashed and burned? Communication. Okay. Not understanding. Mm. The, but not just the other person, but mm-hmm. even them, themselves. Yeah. You know why that happens? It's because they're not comfortable in their own skin. Mm think about that for a second when you're not comfortable in your own skin you have to try to hurt others Mm. so that they don't feel comfortable in their skin so like misery needs company misery loves company okay and so the reason why we're going through this is because so many people watching this or listening are not comfortable in their own skin Mm. and because you're not comfortable in your own skin you don't necessarily know who you are you don't necessarily have quote-unquote things figured out Mm -hmm. so then you have to project all that negativity onto other people because you don't want to deal with yours so how does one get comfortable with their own skin ah first off you got to shut this 
you got to learn to keep this a little more quiet and be a lot more observant, pay attention. Look at people. So when I grew up, I saw so many people break apart. Marriages, relationships, everything. And I always question, why is that? They should be so happy they found somebody mm -hmm. that they called so special. And a week ago, they praised them. And a week later, like they have nothing good to say about them. Yeah. Like, how does, that, how does that work? And I realized by seeing so many people and helping so many people that the main common thing, they're not comfortable with who they are. They don't even know who they are. And so I said to myself, I don't ever want to be like that. So I dedicated my entire life to know myself better than anybody else or anything else. And so people ask, well, how do you do what you do, Herman? How can you tell what I have? How can you tell what I don't have? How do you know about my personal life and I haven't told anybody these things? It's because if I know myself well enough and I'm comfortable in my skin, then I can see all the imperfections mm -hmm. that other people try to hide or imperfections that people live with. There's always clues that the soul is trying to speak out to, but we ignore it. Mm -hmm. It's like, let's say she was unhappy in the relationship, but... What you say is one thing is different to how she perceives it, so she's just talking to the wall, or vice versa. Yeah, sometimes it's like that. <laughs> right? <laughs> but we don't have to be that way, because if we are more comfortable and actually know who we are and comfortable in our skin, mm -hmm. it is so much easier to truly understand and put yourself in someone else's position. It's actually interesting you brought that up, because I have friends who are in relationships, and they're like, I can't tell my wife this. <laughs> don't tell my wife. She can't find out, but I never had that. We don't, I, don't, I don't think we ever had that problem or challenge. So you think. No, I was just out. kidding. Yeah, yeah. So I find um, a lot of women, like they have girls night, you mm -hmm. know, where they have certain girls conversation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had friends and, and um, who are married or dating and they would just come to me to have these women's conversation and they feel that certain things they cannot communicate to their husband, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I find within the last few years, and especially with your help, I no longer have that. And at one point in our relationship, I felt like, um, you know, I did do that and that there are certain things that I was just like, oh yeah, this is girl talk, right? And but now there's no more girl talk. It's just talk. And Bernard and I are extremely open about all conversation. And, um, and I just feel that I don't need to go to my girlfriends and mm -hmm. I don't need to put on a separate set. Facade. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I'm the girlfriend now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bad thing? No, it's not. No, it's, it's true. But I don't think we've, hidden really anything from one another and that's why your relationship is able to grow so quickly but when you look at a lot of the people that you know or know of they hit mm -hmm. they hide everything yeah can the relationship grow no can anyone grow in that you might be able to grow superficially to a certain point but you can never truly grow as individual and as a couple correct and i think one thing people who are listening and watching this need to know is until you get comfortable in your own skin, don't go out and start chasing a relationship until you really know yourself better. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't really know who you are, you don't know what you bring to this table, then when you have someone there that put their heart on the line mm -hmm. and you don't even know what you're bringing to the table, then you don't know how to care for that. 
that's how so many people get their hearts broken. Do you understand? Yeah. Because yeah. It's, it takes a great risk that you want to put yourself out there. Yeah. And then if the person is not a good caretaker of it, every single time, you close up. You close yeah. up. You close it. Well, when we first met each other, we're, again, we were younger and we were still discovering ourselves. And we, we, I didn't know who I was exactly. But as we grew, we started to be more open and more understanding. I think that foundation was always there, mm-hmm. even though we didn't know exactly who, who we yeah. were. You definitely would help a lot Back and then. make things a lot easier. Right? Yeah, <laughs> but you know. Yeah, but I think for us, like we were still growing as individual, but um, we were always open to um, learning more about ourselves, mm-hmm. and we weren't perfect, mm-hmm. absolutely not. But I think we were committed to. Um, wanting to be better people and better individuals mm-hmm. and uh, once we met you you really did help point out the blind spots mm-hmm. and um, and we were lucky to be humbled enough to to put our egos aside and just to say you know what like I think he's onto something I didn't want to admit it <laughs> I'm still resisting for a while but at least you're honest yeah, I'm just being honest. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure like like there you know there's so much more that we can grow together, and um, I would have to say like I'm looking forward to the next you know 15 years together. 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> Now's your chance. So, so little. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So the reason why I bring this up is because if we're gonna go in, I think it's going a little story time. So I was hired once by a gentleman mm-hmm. to help find. His soulmate. Mm-hmm. So he basically sent me thousands and thousands and thousands of photos. He's like, help me. So basically, I w- before I even started, I asked him, do you know who you are? No, don't know who I am. I said, okay, that's your first problem. So what you, if someone's in front of you and asking what do you do and who you are, all you can talk about is your job. I mean, how, how mm-hmm. enticing is that? Mm-hmm. Right? You're a robot? <laughs> so he's like, no, that's what I need help with. So the more I worked with him and, and helped him get comfortable in his skin by really understanding who he is, how, what makes him tick, what really triggers him, what, what are things that pacify him, what are things that, that he is interested in, what are things that he brings to the table that someone else may feel interested in, then we narrowed that down to a few hundred. Then what I did was create like a little playbook to help him. So I'm like, the only way I'm doing this is if you make me a promise. He's like, what's that promise? I said, you're never going to abuse what I'm going to help you with. And I made him sign it. We cut down that list from a few hundred to maybe about 50 or so. So in this list, what I would do is, I, let's say this is all the people. I would go through every single photo and see the date of birth, how they look, what are their likes and dislikes, just by looking at the photo, knowing whether or not it would be a good match for him. He narrowed it down to 10 people. Wow. It's like The Bachelor. So he narrowed it down to 10 (laughs) people of what he thought was good for him, but also that he would bring value to them because we had to switch how we thought. He always thought, well, what are they bringing to me? What am I getting? As opposed to, what is he bringing to the table? He's not bringing much. So how can you get what he wants? So we had like a whole playlist of things to say, things not to say, things to do, things not to bring up yet until it was the right time because he didn't understand how women tick. 
specifically the ones he wanted. Yeah. Wow. So we helped them. And guess what? He's married. With kids. Married. Wow. Same thing we do with businesses. So imagine if you have all these employees and they're all disgruntled. Are they going to be productive? No. Are they going to be able to produce? Are they ever going to be able to take your company to the next level? So that's what we do. We have to make sure that we know put the right people in the right place. So what I do for companies is you look at the whole roster, so to speak, like a sports team, mm -hmm. and you have to make sure, okay, what does this person do that this person doesn't do? Is this person in the right position or is this person not living up to their fullest potential? Can they be replaced or are they making themselves irreplaceable? Mm. I guess it's kind of hard as a, a business owner to see all that. Because Very difficult you're because still trying, Yeah, you're still trying to figure yourself out. You got, you got to figure the company business, out. Everything else. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's why when you have outside eyes or outside perspective, the macro, then you can get it down to the micro. Then when you get it down to the micro, then that's when you learn to grow that and scale that back into the macro. Then you go back into the micro again and then you scale. So quickly back to the relationship for a bit. So are you saying that people can come to you and say, hey, look, I want to be in a relationship. There's a bunch of <laughs> candidates. That well, like. I don't mind helping people, but I just want to make sure that it's done for the right reason because mm. I don't want to have other people hurt. Yeah. I don't want to have people call. You remember that movie Hitch? Yes. Yeah. So, oh. so it's like that, but but 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny that you say that because it's so common, and I remember thinking back a lot of um, my friends when they are looking for you know potential partners, they always look at okay, well, what does this guy or this girl have? Like, do they, you know they're always looking what the other person has to offer. But it's very rare, and I don't recall anyone actually asking the question, what do I have to mm -hmm. offer? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, and, perfect example. A lot of people say that I'm in a toxic environment. I hear that all the time. Get on calls with people all the time. Yeah, yeah. Business owners, toxic environment. You go there, who's starting the toxic environment? You. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah. are, what drama are you bringing yeah, to the table? Yeah. Right? So yeah. that's that's why where people they're so confused they think it's always someone else's fault. Yeah, and and on that like I remember, um, in the past I've done that like mm -hmm. I've been guilty of that and I, you know we would say oh yeah you know he or she is so toxic and um, you know they're so dramatic but then as I learn as an individual and as a person I choose not to engage in that mm -hmm. then I realize that wow it just um, it kind of went away mm -hmm. and it, it's so true because I would have to be engaged in that environment and it takes more than one person to be toxic right correct so um, it's funny that you say that that we're so quick to point the fingers but we mm -hmm. don't reflect back and look at ourselves and say well how am I contributing to this situation mm -hmm. yeah exactly always start inside first and that's why you have to be comfortable with your skin. You have to know what you're doing and not doing first before you ever start placing blame on other people. Because mm -hmm. that's so hard on people because a lot of people that you put that blame on, they can't recover from that because they're sensitive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They can't recover from the way maybe you blew up at them or maybe you lost your cool at them or maybe yeah. you really hurt yeah. that person beyond repair. Yeah. It's hard to recover and then that's on you. Yes. Yeah. That I had to learn the hard way. Mm -hmm. didn't realize you can't just control Z and undo. 
Yeah. <laughs> once you say it, whatever tone you use, that's what's yeah. going to stay there. Well, that that's、uh, our relationship that we had to work on because I grew up where、um, communication was invested in my household because、mm-hmm. my parents like to hold everything in and、mm-hmm. they don't actually communicate with、mm-hmm. each other. So、uh, I picked that up from my parents,、mm-hmm. and when I hear things. That I don't like or that's not favorable, right? So I was just it kind of like you feel it boiling and you start feeling like hot in your own, in、mm-hmm. my own skin, and、um, but that's something that I I feel I've been working on just being aware of that and being able to make a conscious like decision and effort to constantly work on that,、um, and I would have to say that Bernard would have a certain tone,、mm-hmm. right? That I would pick up,、mm. so he can say something, and I would pick up on the tone, and it doesn't matter how nice it came out, but it's the tone that I sense and the energy behind the intention, it, the intention of it.、Mm-hmm. And so he would say, "Well, I didn't say that. Why are you mad?" And I and I would say, "Well, I'm mad because I know that's not what you mean." And he said, "What do you mean? I mean, I meant it. I meant it, right?" That's a good impersonation. <laughs> Well, it's what happened when you're together for 15 years. <laughs>、um, but it's it's one of those things where I would also have to、um, learn for myself and、mm. and take responsibility and to recognize that, you know, I also need to get, put aside my ego,、um, come to the table, right? Understand. Understand where he's coming from、mm-hmm. and come from love and patience as well. Um, yeah, would you say I've been better at it? Yes, that's <laughs>、no, true. No, I'm not being sarcastic. We, we've both been better. Both、yeah. been working on it, and it does take work.、Mm-hmm. But in order to ever accomplish anything, you have to work for it.、Mm-hmm. And so,、yeah. if anyone's listening to this, step number one: get comfortable in your own skin. Get to know who you really are, right? Yes. Because until that happens, you're only going to Impress a lot of so-called negative emotions, negative thoughts, feelings onto other people, and nobody wins.、Mm. But if you really knew who you are, then you'd be cautious of every action, so that there's no opposite and equal reaction coming back that you don't realize later on in life. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's why when we get on a reading with you, that's where we learn a lot about us. Yeah. But remember, not all the time is it visual. It's audible, correct?、Mm-hmm. Because the tone of your voice tells me where you're at.、Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah.、It、tells me if you how confident you were when you said it. To、uh, we gotta t- we gotta have to spend a little more time on this topic, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes, yeah. And I have to say, like when we're on a call with you as a couple, which I find extremely helpful,、mm-hmm. right?、Um, it's almost like couples counseling in a way. But just even better because you're you you sometimes like you would know how I feel or you always know how I feel based on just listening to how, what I'm saying and the tone and and、um, but you have this real gift of just yeah like I'm always like how does he know that how does he you know Bernard would say something but then you would、um, say it. Like oh well, what about Han? I think she, you know, may see from this perspective, and I'm just like, well, yes, that is bang on. 
You're like the the whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> but for many things. Yes. Yeah. Because you know what? It's the whispers that carry the clues that we just don't pick up on. Mm. It's like in real estate. Have you ever heard of whisper sales? Yeah. No one hears about them because it's a whisper. So only if you have a certain bracket of income, only if you know certain people from certain circles, only if you're part of a certain group, do you even get involved or invited to a whisper sale. Mm -hmm. So you'll see a big house yeah. and you're like, when did that sell? How come they have new owners? Yeah. Wow. It's a whisper sale. So people don't, don't understand that. They just think, oh, that's a nice house. But you don't see all the things that go behind the scenes. Okay. So relationships, the same thing. Two people may look it in front of you, mm. watch as soon as they get in the car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. As soon as they walk out the door, as soon as they enter the front yeah. of their house, what happens? Yeah. Right? They get into fights. Yeah. And it's true because there are so many times when um, we would just be out with a couple mm -hmm. and you know they're just so happy lovey-dovey and then you know later on I would hear you know the wife would contact me just like and you know one of the girls talk right yeah. and say we just had the biggest fight mm -hmm. you know as soon as we we got into the driveway and I would just always say like wow like I can't believe that happened or mm -hmm. yeah or you'd hear couples having going through a divorce after when you mm -hmm. think that they are so happy and in love Mm -hmm. And so I think one thing we can all learn is to have a little more understanding with each other. Make sure that we actually get to know ourselves better before we start yeah. expecting other people to know us. Because not everybody's me. So maybe if we start putting some humility first, yeah. put that understanding out first, communication will build, trust will build, mm -hmm. then we're able to do something with that trust. But until we do that process, everyone wants to cheat it or hack it or whatever it is, it is never going to work. Oh, yeah. The relationship hack. No more hacks. No I, more hacks. I went through a lot of hacks. Don't cut corners. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work. Temporarily, <laughs> maybe. Long term. Yeah. Always play the long term. Yeah. Because that's what you have to live with. Mm hmm. Okay. It's true. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Herman. Anytime. Yeah. Thank you for your impersonations. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank All you. Right. Thank you for joining us.